Hello, and welcome to Noah's Window. Once again, we want to just direct your attention up to the Lord, just like Noah's attention was directed to the Lord through that window that God put in the top of the ark. And hope that that will be an encouragement to you along your way today. Now, we're going to shift gears a little bit this week and talk about something different. <clears throat> in fact, yes, we're going to talk about something different. We're going to talk about being different. If you're following along with the message series, you'll know that um, you'll see some similarities in some of the things that Mark is talking about in the series. Um, as you can imagine, in our house, we talk about sermons and sermon series and scriptures on a regular basis. And so this has been a theme that's come up several times in our conversation. So today, I want to talk to you a little bit about being different. And I'm going to take us to the book of Philippians. And Philippians is a, a book that Paul wrote to the church at Philippi. So he's talking to believers. And I want to go first to chapter 3, then we'll jump to chapter 4 here in a minute. But in chapter 3, and we're going to jump in in verse 20. Now, again, we're jumping in in the middle of a thought. So I'm hoping that you'll grab your Bible later today or another time and back up and read what happens before this, because you want to get the context of what he was talking about before this, because the beginning of what we're going to read starts with the word but, which just means referring to something that I just said. So he's going to create a contrast here. So Paul says, but we are different. Who's different? Us, the believers, God's family, cross followers. We're different. Why? He's going to tell us. Because our citizenship is in heaven. I don't know if you stop to think about that, but that's an encouraging thought even today. You know, wherever the Bible tells us we're foreigners here on this earth, we like to think this is home and this is where we try to make this into heaven, but it isn't. But our citizenship, if you were to look at our spiritual passport, our citizenship, if we're a believer, if we trusted Christ as our personal Savior, our citizenship is in heaven. That's our home. That's where we're headed. We're just on a journey here right now. Okay, so backing up, that's another, we'll digress a little bit there, but backing up, let's back up to the beginning of the thought again. Paul says, but we are different because our citizenship is in heaven. And from there, we eagerly await the coming of the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who, Jesus Christ, who by exerting that power, which enables him even to subject everything to himself, will not only transform, but completely refashion our earthly bodies so that they will be like his, uh, like his glorious resurrected body. Now, that's talking about the resurrection, but I want to really zero in on the phrase that says we're different. We're different. We're different from the ungodly, which he's talked about. We're different. And so we're different in so many ways, but this is a core uh, concept he's given us right here. The the superseding thing over everything, we should different, be different because this isn't our home. So the people who don't know the Lord, who consider this their forever home, and they think when this is over that it, that, that is it, that it's all over. And so they're, everything that's in them is invested in this world, this life, maybe even this day. I don't know. But I know for us, we're just on a journey. Um, it would be like if we, um, if we were looking forward to a vacation. Mark and I are going to be going on a trip here soon. If we're looking forward to a vacation and we, and we looked forward to it so much that we sold everything and bought furniture to put in our hotel room, and when we came home, we had nothing. Well, the reason was we invested everything on something that was temporary. So this life is temporary. We have an eternal home. Our citizenship is in heaven. That should change our perspective on everything we face today. Everything that we're looking at should be changed because we know this is just temporary. Okay, so that is just, <laughs> that wasn't where I intended to go so much for today. I want to take you to Philippians 
chapter 4. Because in Philippians 4, many of you are familiar with this passage because it's an oft-quoted verse, Philippians 4.13. Um, you might have seen probably flags, uh, plaques on the wall that says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And my first visual of that is Superman flying through the air with his cape waving in the breeze. But that isn't what Paul's talking about. And again, it's so important to get context. And I would challenge you to go to Philippians 4 and read the entire chapter to get the full context. But I want to I want to jump in a little bit here and talk a little bit about contentment. That's really my theme today, being different. But you know what? If we're content, we're being different from most of the world around us. We don't see contentment, I don't believe. Um, and so to be content would make would set us apart, would make us different in the world that we're living in. And I'm not just talking about stuff. We definitely need to be content there, but there's some other things we need to be content with. And I want to read to you from the Amplified in Philippians chapter 4. Paul says, I rejoice greatly in the Lord, and now at last you have renewed your concern for me. Indeed, you were concerned about me before, but you had no opportunity to show it. So he's talking about a situation he's just described. Now, verse 11, not that I speak from any personal need. Here it is. For I have learned to be content, and in brackets we have, and self-sufficient through Christ, this is important, satisfied to the point where I'm not disturbed or uneasy, regardless of my circumstances. Can I go back and reread that whole thing again? He says, I have learned, by the way, it's, uh, he learned to do this, okay? For I have learned to be content and self-sufficient through Christ, satisfied to the point where I'm not disturbed or uneasy, regardless of my circumstances. I hope we can all feel that and know that and live that out today. To be so satisfied in Christ that we're not disturbed or uneasy, regardless of our circumstances. Okay, let's go on a little bit further. Paul says, I know how to get along and live humbly in difficult times. And I also know how to enjoy abundance and live in prosperity. In any and every circumstance, I have learned the secret of facing life. You want to know the secret for facing life? I do. He's going to tell us, I've learned the secret of facing life, whether well-fed or going hungry, whether having an abundance or being in need. And this is the famous verse, verse 13. Paul says, and I'm reading from the Amplified again, I can do all things which he has called me to do. This isn't following your dreams. This is performing what God has called you to do, okay? I can do all things which he has called me to do through him who strengthens and empowers me to fulfill his purpose. I am self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. And here's another phrase I love. I'm ready for anything and equal to anything through him who infuses me with inner strength and confident peace. Now, there's so much there. I would love to just sit and let it just soak into my soul. And I hope you'll do that today. Pull up your uh, smartphone and look up, go in Bible Gateway or, or Bible Version, and, and look at the Amplified. There's just so much good in that. I want to read it just one more time. Let's go through verse 13 again. Paul says, I can do all things which he's called me to do through him who strengthens and empowers me to fulfill his purpose. I am self-sufficient in Christ's efficiency. I'm ready for anything and equal to anything through him who infuses me with inner strength and confident peace. Well, I pray that today you will have inner peace, inner strength and confident peace that God will provide so that you can accomplish whatever he has for you to do today, his purposes. You know, God God doesn't have just one um, particular calling for everybody. He has 
a specific journey just for you that he's called you to do. Maybe it's taking care of your children. Maybe it's being Jesus to your children today. Maybe it's being a representative of the Lord on your college campus. Maybe it's honoring your parents and and ministering to people who are hurting. Maybe it's just uh, reflecting some confidence in hard times, knowing that it's God who supplies our needs. I just pray that you will find that today, that contentment that comes only from the Lord, knowing that this life is just temporary. We're headed home. We're headed home, and it'll be soon, and it's going to be wonderful. But right now, we want to fulfill His purpose for us in this life. You know, He made us. He gave us life, and He gave us purpose. And we'll find contentment when we and as we fulfill His purpose for our life. So I hope that encourages you today. Let's have a word of prayer. Father, there's so many out there who are hurting and confused and troubled because of circumstances or situations. Maybe it's illness. Maybe it's finances. Maybe it's some other struggle that's going on in their life. Lord, only you know each person that's watching or listening, and you know what they're facing today. I pray that you would just wrap your arms of love around each one. I pray that you provide for them that inner strength, that confident peace that only you can provide as they face this day and the days to come. And we thank you, Father, because you are the overcomer within us that will get us through these days not just bumping along, but with great contentment and even joy. Thank you, Father, for your great provision, for your great love for us. I pray that you bless each one today, each family represented, and we're going to give you all the glory and the praise. And we ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I hope your day is a wonderful day. And again, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, so many of you have written in, and it just it just thrills our hearts to hear from you and to know that God is using this ministry to be a blessing. So thank you again for listening, and we'll look forward to tomorrow. And until then, God bless.